Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of 43% and Rising, the podcast about women in marketing. I'm your host, Beatrice Alabaster, and I've been getting together with some game-changing women in the industry to hear all about their experiences of what it takes to rise to the top. 43% and Rising is brought to you by Ernest, the award-winning agency chasing the humdrum out of B2B marketing. Today I'm chatting with Claire Ferreira. Claire founded Mums in Marketing, an online community for working mums to compare notes, share wisdom, or just have a vent. My two favourite things about Claire are her humour and also her honesty. You're going to hear Claire get candid about juggling work and motherhood, feeling out of your depth and building back your confidence, asking the question of what it really means to bring your whole self to work. Hi, Claire. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, B. That's good. That's good. Um, so you're joining us from home today? I am. Sunny Solihull, which it is today. <laughs> Sunny Solihull. Yeah. And kids, are you like kid-free house today? Are you they school? Yes. Yeah. They've gone to school today, which honestly for one of them is like a complete miracle because uh, he's only, he's not even four yet. And um Aww. Post-pandemic toddlers, anyone listening, they uh, lived in a bubble, of course, like the most of us, but that means the minute they all went in and started mixing with each other, now they're all just coming down with everything. So my, oh. my boy has virtually not been able to make it into nursery. So two weeks, oh. we can, two weeks consecutively, we consider a great win. So yes, yeah. they're in. Thank oh. the Lord. <laughs> On every level. We've already, <laughs> we've already got a great start to the week then. See, it's already winning. going well. <laughs> we're winning, B. <laughs> oh, so just to get things started then, I wondered if you could just tell me a little bit about yourself and about what you do. Yeah, sure. Um, my name's Claire Ferreira and I am the founder of Mums in Marketing, uh, a community for mums who work in marketing. I'm also a coach and a community builder as well. Oh, fabulous. And how did you kind of first get into marketing? Gee, um, well, truth be told, I basically blagged my way in, B. <laughs> I just lied my way in. Yeah, no problem. I can do that. I can uh, do that. Yeah, totally. Um, so it really was uh, the, it was going to be between sales and marketing. And well, first of all, no, let me go back a few steps. I bounced around. I bounced around. You know, I, I, I left home quite early. I went to London. I worked in various things from training to be an estate agent to um, at one point I worked in a garage. Didn't want to do mechanics. That looks hard. Uh, but mending <laughs> cars and stuff like that because I was just never quite sure where to put everything I had. Like, mm. I, like I, I loved people, always had tons of ideas and was raised, you know, in a family of small business. My dad was a plumber. So I bounced oh, wow. around and eventually found my marketing home. But it took me a while to get there. And then once um, I solidly worked in marketing, um, that was it for me. I was done. Absolutely done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but that's, you know, that's interesting because I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, you've got to have your career plan. You've got mm. to get on the one path. And if you haven't been doing, you know, your job from the age of about 
to you're going to be behind and all of that. But I think especially in something like marketing, having like a real breadth of experience and done lots of different things first is like so useful. I, I'm inclined to agree. I mean, everyone's journey is their own, but certainly for me, my experience was that it was just, I just remember that overwhelming feeling of thinking, oh yeah, where the, that creativity for me, the area of marketing that I worked in, um, all of a sudden was welcomed and that it, and, and then to understand the further I got into my career, that can, that ripple effect, you know, how important it is and the relationships you form because you, you're such a linchpin, not only in the company, but, you know, championing your customers. And I, I mean, it just ticks all the boxes. And I would say really where I, I really kind of got into marketing solidly was probably in New Zealand. So I had a real different perspective there as well on what I brought. But, you know, the Kiwis, if anyone is listening, (laughs) like legends, the Kiwis are like the northerners (laughs) outside of the UK. Love them. The least faced people I have ever met in my life. Amazing. We love that. And how how was it different doing it in New Zealand? Was it like, was it very different how we do things here? I mean, this was some time ago, B, so, you know, we don't have to like put a big focus on when it was, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember feeling that because it just felt a real, and I don't know if this was in my own mind, because obviously you come from where you are. So my perspective was, I'd arrived in this country and was so welcoming just and and very quickly I was in um you know big advertising agencies and talking to people but I had a real feeling that anything was possible that it yeah. was a real tipping point for where they were and they were so open to it and like I say for me my own experiences you know I walked in with this accent you know, that there was no getting away from and just feeling so welcome. You know, yeah, Yeah. it was an incredible experience. I was very lucky. Oh, wow. I guess as well, just because like London, I mean, you know, I'm sat here in London right now (laughs) working for a London agency. I guess like the cliche is that like it is all very London oriented and it's all like a load of people who kind of sometimes look and sound the same so you know for you I don't know like if it felt like culturally different almost going somewhere different yeah I think so but again I think it's it's where you come from and in terms of your perspective as opposed to like your accent um so I was in London recently and I almost feel the same when I come into London it's almost that physical change that environmental change and I talk about this Mm. a lot changing your environment, the impacts that you can have. So, yes, it's really possible to feel overwhelming. You know, I'm a mm. human being, so, you know, the overwhelm <laughs> is a thing. But I think being, just being yourself and going into mm. those environments and remembering that literally everyone is human. Um, certainly yeah. I go into London and, you know, just me, that's it. So that that definite <laughs> physical environment change, I, mm. I personally definitely feel that, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's really interesting. So you came back yeah. and you, you, you stopped with the marketing for a little bit, right? 
Oh, or, like, Christ. Still. I, I, I didn't review my CV before we came on. If anyone goes on my LinkedIn, they'll be like, you lied about that 12 months. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually my next question. Oh. I've actually got it here. I'm going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't think that's true. <laughs> um... So I came back from New Zealand. Then um, I started working in radio. So I took on events and marketing for a regional radio station. And I I remember it now getting that call and saying, you know, we'd like to offer you the job. And it it was, that moment was literally life-changing for me because if I'd felt welcomed in New Zealand and those experiences. Going into radio was a different world, you know. I'm a small town girl and it, and it all of a sudden culture was everything. And um, if anyone has the chance to either look him up or knows him, you know, I have to give total kudos to the late John Myers who um, headed up the radio division that I worked within, and we were part of the Guardian Media Group. And he had this real clear approach. And it was that you could, like, you can teach anything, Mm. but getting the right people is critical. And it was my first experience of real um, just connection and power for the right people. And when I worked in radio, they were my family. They were wow. everything to me. They were absolutely, you know, if you cut us down the middle, we'll, we'd have all have had the logo running down because we were so <laughs> tight, you know. Oh, wow. So this, you know, this love for marketing that yeah. you clearly found all of these different experiences, you took that and you founded Mums in Marketing. Or, or tell me about that. What what happened there? What led you to found Mums in Marketing? So... My experiences were worked in radio was absolutely all consumed by my work. And I say that from at that point in a really positive way. I didn't have children. So, you know, work was my everything, culture, family, the whole nine yards. Um, I would say that personally it was quite a lonely time for me as well. So at that point I had no family living nearby. And I want to just acknowledge that as well because... You know, I, I'm I'm very much anti it only presenting one side of the story. So, mm. you know, the memes uh, in our community will know that I talk about it. There was a period in my life where I threw everything into work, but I would leave her, I would leave work on a Friday night and not see anyone all weekend. I didn't wow. I had nowhere to go. So I think that that then really propelled my energy and my love for what I did as well, because it allowed me to connect yeah. with people. So cut a long story short, met my husband in Leeds and uh, we got married and had our beautiful Claudia um, very early on. God love her. She surprised me on the honeymoon. I had stopped drinking. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I I know, yeah. I mean, listen to the uplift in my voice. (laughs) Yay. It's like so welcome, just maybe like a month later. <laughs> the thing is, I fed her for a long time as well. And it was so funny because I had a picture of, because we were on honeymoon, of the very last alcoholic drink I consumed for two years. And I used to look at it. I used to look at it. Oh. So cut a long story short, met my husband. Um, we had our beautiful Claudia. 
And then something happened and I was unprepared for the way that I would feel about her. Because prior to having her, you know, um, I, I remember being pregnant and standing up in, in the office at, at the radio station at Real Radio in Leeds and actually saying the words, this baby's going to fit in. I mean, Ooh. what the fuck? I, I, all I can say is she <laughs> must have been listening and thought, <laughs> you'll see. Um, and, that, <laughs> and that was, of course, well, from, from my perspective, everyone on their own journey. She didn't fit in at all. But <laughs> the other aspect was, for me personally, that change of identity from going from where work was everything. Then I had this amazing baby. And again, you know, credit to where I worked. I, I said, I'm not coming back after maternity. And they wanted me back, but I really wanted to be able to dedicate that time to it. But what happened was there was a lot of my own beliefs that weren't catching up. So... Again, I talk about this a lot, about being at baby group and being like an absolute fucking lunatic. You know, they would like <laughs> mention that they wanted to do a garden or something. And I was like, let's get partners. We can get it sponsored. We could get some PR out of it. I was like all on it for a project. I was like crazy, you know, looking for someone wow. to channel it. Yeah. And they were like, no, nah, actually, it's fine. We're just going to literally do a garden. So, um, but that transition was really tricky. And the other aspect of it was that that belief system around working didn't catch up. So what I would do is I, I started freelancing and I actually gained a client who'd known me when I was employed. So we had clear evidence of what I could achieve and actually yeah. was working with me on that. And I got another client who had secured like just being out and about. But I never cracked the balance. So Claudia now was about two and I was living on caffeine, hadn't slept in two years because babies do that. <laughs> Remember what I said about fitting in? <laughs> yeah, she was, uh, was going to get her revenge on that yeah. one. It's like, oh, you thought. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the aspect as well around you know, and, and I'm sure we'll come to it, but what mums actually in our industry are achieving, because if you've ever mm. had a tricky night, you know, this it's not like one-offs. It can go on for years. And that's dependent on another human. It's not even sometimes within your control. So um, I was stressed and overworking and it was intense because I didn't believe that I could do it. I didn't believe in my own abilities, even though the client fully did. I was freaking out all the time. Oh. And um, it led to overwork and to stress, and eventually it led me to panic attacks. Oh, no. Yeah. Dramatic God. pause, I know. <laughs> Dramatic pause, indeed. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot on your plate. It was a lot. It was a lot going on. So then it was kind of a cycle then really because that lack of confidence, that not believing in myself, the imposter syndrome and, and feelings of imposter syndrome for me started at that point where it was a new identity as Claire, you know, Claudia's mum, 
I've been with my baby for a while. Um, and it just couldn't quite catch up. I just couldn't make sense of where I was and believing that I still had those skills. So then there was just a bloody merry-go-round, really, of, you know, going at it full pell and then the overwhelm. But still still managing to pull it out of the bag. Like, I did freelance. Yeah. I've, I've launched big stuff. I've had great, um, you know, been part of great teams to, for all of us to enjoy that success. And then, uh, B, can I just say, sorry, we are going to reach the point of why I started Mums in Marketing. Like, we're going to get there, <laughs> all right. No, don't worry. I'm loving it. <laughs> Bless you. Um, and then I got a job in the October-ish, I think it was, of 2019. And at that point, I'd had my boy, my little one, my little Rafa. And um, I'd had him the year before. So this was my first job outside of maternity. Much shorter maternity on the second, I have to say. Mm. And... It was a job that was never right for me, but we both pressed on and went for it. And then um, I knew it wasn't right and we had our own circumstances. Then my husband and I, he'd been moved, he was commuting, and it was an absolute fucking shit show. Um, You know, I only had my kids on my own a few days a week, so I just want to give a massive shout-out to anyone, any parents, any parents who do it, solo just poof next level um and I was a mess and I had a real kind of breakdown around the Christmas spoke to my company and said is my job safe because I'm going to move to where he is which is now we're in Solihull yeah yeah your job's fine you're fine we moved just after Christmas and um I think it was I can't remember now but a few months later, they fired me, basically. <clears throat> My God. And it was just like the culmination of, because when I'd worked for them, because it wasn't right, and I felt really on the back foot, up all night, Googling marketing terms, trying to keep up. I was managing an agency, didn't know what the fuck I was asking for or what they were talking about. It was just like chaos. Yeah. But let me say so I'm catching myself there. And if I was coaching, I would notice that. I still managed a launch that happened overseas in America. So, you know, wow. I, was, I was doing something right. I got yeah. the website <laughs> live and everything. And I just thought, that's it. It, yeah. was, it was just like a, I can't explain it. I cried on the bed really hard for 10 minutes thinking what the fuck are we going to do? Just taking on this big house. And I just was so clear that I never wanted another moment in marketing to feel the way that I had, that to feel yeah. alone or that she got nowhere to go with it, with it all of it. Um, and so it was fucking terrifying to talk about it. Yeah, Be I can imagine. You know, to say, I've been saying that I know what I'm doing and then to turn around and go, sometimes I feel like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, just have the the rug pulled up. Because I do think it's it's so brave to actually sometimes say that and say, like, I just feel lost. Like, that. sometimes that is the hardest thing, right? Like, I just feel like I can't 
do it even if I can do it because that's like you have to be really you have to make yourself really vulnerable almost be comfortable with that I just um don't know that I was entirely comfortable with it for me I'm not gonna but it just became consuming to me that someone else might be crying somewhere else couldn't Mm. fucking bear it I couldn't I just felt like you know as marketeers, we're so, we're so passionate about what we do, but everywhere I looked, and this is all about that perception, everywhere I looked, everyone seemed to be nailing it. And, you know, incredible marketing groups, and, but no one spoke about being up all night and then trying to launch a campaign the next day or your child being ill and, you know, all those meetings that you'd got in in the morning, you couldn't necessarily do them and all the all that you might feel around that. No one seemed to be talking about it. And I just felt like, I felt lonely for such a long time that I just couldn't bear someone else having that. So I just thought, yeah. oh, fuck it, I'll just talk to them. It became about them. not And that's, I think, yeah. how I got through it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, thank, you know, thanks so much for sharing that because that does sound incredibly hard. And as you say, it's not even, even when things are good and you are miraculously pulling it out of the bag and it is actually, you know, you're ticking all the boxes, like the toll that that must take on you, having all of that on your shoulders and feeling like you're doing that by yourself and basically being able to expect it to work miracles every day. I mean, that's, that's a lot. It's a massive amount. And and if there's one thing I've learned, it's that, you know, the mums in our industry are just like fucking heroes. And not that that expectation should be on them. Like, you know, it's not about, oh, we're mums and, you know, we've got to make it. I, but I just think they are, I hear it every day. I see it every day. They are abs- they're not just supremely talented. They are next level on humanness. You know, I talk about it every time. Like, yes, it's important what we do, but raising humans is fucking important. It's really important, you know? Yeah, well, there, there is a reason, frankly, that that used to be a full-time job for someone. And not saying that that's, you know, I think it's great that we're no longer all like housewives and stuff, not kind of enjoying that. But it can is. I just say it's great for my kids <laughs> that it's not? Because I think they're actually glad to see the back of me. <laughs> <laughs> too many ideas, oh, no. too many things going on. Get mummy out. <laughs> oh, God. But it is, you know, I feel like sometimes we do now forget. You hear all this nonsense about, like, having it all and leaning in and stuff like that. Like, actually, you're not having it all so much as having it twice. You're doing two jobs at once. And one of them, as you say, the raising kids part is, like, pff, crucially important. It, it really is. And I think, you know, again, that recognition that everyone's journey is so individual to them. And, and you know, that's within parenting, within our industry, what your choices are. And and for me, I, I wanted to be really clear about Mums in Marketing and, and our community that it was absolute recognition. Like, we don't, and, and as a community, we literally don't care what your job title is. We just know you're one of us. And mm. that's enough. That is it. 
you know, we are there to absolutely have your back for those times that I talked about. And, um, yeah, it's, you know, I think that there's, we're getting there, but I think the recognition that this is not just, um, you know, on, and and I speak, you know, I speak for myself, but the recognition that, because I can, I, I'm I'm in a relationship. We can raise our kids, but didn't have any family, didn't have anywhere to go with that, and so I knew family at work. Yeah. So I guess without realizing it, that's what I I believed we could do that, and we yeah. have built a family, a million percent. Yeah. And you talk about, you know, if I've had a little look and you talk about the importance of being able to ask like literally anything. I mean, why do you think it's so important to have that really open, honest place to talk? I talk about it's the place I never had. Mm. It's the community that I would, that would have helped me so much. And thank fuck, you know, we have it now because it, I have learned more from these women, all right, than years and years and years of marketing. Because, because it's that wholeness, it's that humanness. You know, you can go into work and feel like on top of the world, not necessarily know all the marketing terms, but you're feeling good about yourself and the day is manageable. Or you can go into work and, you know, maybe things have been difficult or you've been, you are knackered. Or maybe there was something that happened at home or you're looking after elderly parents or, you know, and and you're not exactly going to go skipping into work on those days. Yeah. How easy have you found it or did the group members find being kind of honest about that in the workplace? Like, is it okay to go in and be like, hey, I'm mum, I've had no sleep and covered in sick or God knows what? Or is it like... Is there like and a pressure to be like? Be. That's just the <laughs> Can you tell that I don't have children? So I'm <laughs> a little about... bit. <laughs> Live it up, Renee. Live it up. Yeah. Where are the, what other cliches can I pull out the bag about being a parent? But like, how do you? You know, is it like? Is that something that's talked about, or does it still feel like there's like a stigma around that? Um. Well. Speaking very generally, because we are a safe, safe, safe community, I would say it's mixed. I would say there Mm -hmm. is a mixed experience. And I think that organisations, one of the proudest times for me, and I can share this with you because I remember asking her and she was like, yes, go for it, was when someone from within our community said, if only all companies and organisations and workplaces had the same culture and ethos. Think about wow. what that would be as a place to work. Where literally, you know, you, you are together. And I really do believe that that is possible. Like, hand on heart, I think when you really focus on what you've got, the talent that you've got, and you can create community. And so, you know, it's not for one person to come in and have had a difficult night. Like, you just all move with the ebb and flow because that's that literally is where it's like to be human. Someone's having a shit time, right, we're there for you. Someone else is having an amazing time, we're there for you on that. 
Yeah, it's interesting. And there is, you know, there's a lot of really valuable stuff to talk about in terms of like how, you know, you as a mom or what a person as a mom can, you know, make things easier, get on and all of that. But at the same time, you don't want to put the whole entire burden on that one person's shoulders. It's also about how a business or organization can make things easier for them, right? Uh, Completely. And I think, you know, for for the mums, for everyone, for for that. I once heard the most amazing uh, term for it, and it was a lady I was on a panel with, and I wish I could remember her name now, but she'll know when I say it, because I messaged her after and said that really touched me. And she talked about taking your whole self to work, like not leaving any bit of you at the door. And, you know, if it feels right for you, because for some people and, you know, thinking about myself, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm like, I'm glad to be just here. (laughs) On a park that. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to think I've got to take that call outside because I don't want people to think. And that's irrelevant of parenting, you know, but that sense of because the thing is, when you're not taking your whole self to work, you you the organization or the client or whoever is missing a part of your amazingness. There is something in there that is so insightful within that whole of you. And I think that for me has become more apparent as as the community of Mums in Marketing has grown, is the insight and understanding that we have within our industry, because we focus out, we look at, how do we reach that consumer? What, you know, what's the client after? And actually, there is this wealth of knowledge, like an empathy and just like next level, you know, that there's somebody at the side of you who you can ask. Yeah. And that recognition, it's like, you know, the whole flexible working debate, et cetera. I mean, I like to think you get double your money, double your money, yeah. because what we know, like you could pay a lot of money for that. Yeah. No, most definitely. And it's also like, it's that whole thing about taking your whole self to work. I mean, I guess even outside of the lens of like being a mom, like that could be so helpful to everyone, like regardless of who you are or what you're going through. Totally. I mean, I was talking about it when I was in London last week and, you know, the real shift towards that authentic marketing and content and, you know, it's it's a heavily used word right now, authenticity. But if you look at that from the person who needs to hear it and, and really go there, you know, and, and when you can step into the empathy of, of being authentic, like what that is going to mean for someone else, because you are real, you are authentic. And that is where the fucking magic happens because not only do your people connect with you on your values, but the people you're trying to reach are the consumers or clients or, you know, like they'll feel you on a deeper level. It is interesting actually, isn't it? Because we do, you're right, like authenticity has become such a buzzword and it's all about, you know, how do you make your ads authentic? But unless your workplace somewhere that helps people to be authentic it almost <laughs> feels a bit contradictory that like all the all of all the work is is going to be authentic but the workplace isn't so it's kind of think about how much better the actual work might be if everyone could come to work feeling themselves and feeling comfortable and being able to bring whatever experience that they have to the table mm. 
that's so, so interesting. You also mentioned, you know, the breadth of marketing, how complicated it is and how diverse. Gee. And the... <laughs> an understatement maybe but like being able to like ask someone stuff and not knowing everything I mean it sounds like mums in marketing also plays a big role not just in like you know sharing stories and wisdom and having event but also on a really practical level being a place where you can ask for advice yeah um definitely and again for me that was those you know, remembering what I talked about with my own beliefs and that I couldn't do it. And and you just witnessed it in real time where I was like, oh, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And then I was like, oh, hang on, I remember. <laughs> I was doing it. Um, it's It can be as much from um, you feel like everyone at work thinks you know what you're doing, but you don't know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> and it can be speaking around that and saying this is what I'm thinking and then you know the incredible mum saying you're absolutely smashing it yes 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 (laughs) um it could be that someone has oh we did a similar thing and we thought about this it is on a practical level and and I think that comes from two places number one time saving you know we are like any we are looking for um efficiency and but also that opportunity to learn together yeah it's it can feel like it's a closed shop so you know i i'm i'm pre-digital imagine that marketing pre-digital and what on my own journey as well something that i didn't mention before but it was like digital happened um when i was having kids yeah so not only was i on the back foot or so it felt but in terms of catching up, I was too knackered. Yeah. I was almost a missed part of the industry because, um, and here's a top tip as well, but, you know, when someone offers you training, that's amazing. But certainly for me, at the back of my mind, I was like, oh, what about all the work I'll still have to do? And I still have to manage all of this other stuff. Um, so it is a very practical place but also the absolute love and passion for what we do. Like imagine a place where you can freely say, I'd love to do this. What do you think? Just to bounce it around. You know, basically we've created like a, an online office where thousands of people are all in the same room. So it's, it's pretty amazing to see, but also like these, the theory and the thinking and the, the results and the outcomes all of a sudden are just freely shared. And people talk about that all the time, like the support and the community aspect. Wow. And it must be as well, you know, I've, I've seen as well, it's not even just advice, but there's actually a bit of like recruitment, right, that goes on and kind of hiring and resourcing and that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. That's, that's amazing to have that, you know, ability to actually go out and support other other working women. Definitely. So. After about a year of of mumsy marketing uh, being up and running, I'd always heard, you know, um, I, I really felt that we had, I didn't feel it, no, I knew it. Because of all this knowledge that was in there, I could see that we could absolutely do more together. So we created our own membership, the mumsy marketing membership. And within that, we share jobs. But also within our free community, we do as well. 
to really consolidate that sense of we are a community online and offline, wherever you are in the world, you can reach out and give a shout to the mums in marketing, whoever it fits. Because for me, it was about releasing that pressure as well about the conversations. You know, there's no explanation needed that you want to get away and maybe do the school run or, you know, you'd like to go and watch your kids in a school play or your kids are going to college and you want to, oh, oh, whatever. I, I just felt like it's just easy with people who get it. Yeah, especially when, you know, so much of like traditional networking, I guess, which is really important, but so much of it is so blokey, right? Like it's very kind of like <laughs> wearing suits, going on to industry events and being kind of, so it's kind of nice to have something that maybe feels a little bit more relaxed and a bit open, just something different, a different option. I don't even, I know some people think that it's like a, you know, for me, it's community. For me, it's like the street that I live on, they are family, they are, I mean, I'm famous in Mums in Marketing for crying on live streams because I love everyone. And, but, <laughs> but I love that that's okay. Like I can yeah. feel so much love for these incredible women because seeing their experiences and, and feeling all of that. So, I mean, the blokey thing, I don't know, because A, I've got kids, I don't get out that much. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I just tend to, like, do my thing. So, But it's it's a pretty special and amazing place. Like, so, sorry, but I need to say, they're so talented, be these women. Yeah. They're so talented. They're, like, backbone and innovation and creativity and alongside this there is humans i mean i love them yeah no it's actually crazy i mean it's it's one of those really frustrating things isn't it where it is a point at which a lot of women kind of take a step back from their jobs or that progression slows and stuff like that but it's frustrating because it's also the time in your life where you've got loads of experience you're proven you know exactly what you're doing you're not new to it anymore so that is the time when actually, you know, you've got so much to offer and like you frankly really know your shit. So if you can find a way to make both things work. And B, we know shit. We know, we literally <laughs> know shit, um, you know, on a practical and on a knowledgeable level. Yeah, absolutely. They're incredible. Oh my God. They are incredible. But, you know, it's it's all stages of parenting and grandparenting. We've We've got you know, incredible, we've got incredible MIMS who are mums in marketing and MIMS membership, we call them MIMBERS, Incre <laughs> at every single stage of the journey. And what I talk about a lot is that marketing and parenting are quite similar because just as you think you've got it figured out, something fucking else pops up. <laughs> and there's a new way of thinking on it and you're like, shit! Have I messed that up now? <laughs> like on either of them. But imagine being in a world that is constantly shifting. Yeah. So, and I met someone last week and, and we were talking about it. And I said, you know, when, when, it, when you know women, are, these are women who will absolutely face forward into what is needed because they're just so incredible. And when you can, and that's that bring your whole self to work, when you can recognise that and recognise it first before you ask, recognise it, gee, these women are going to just like blow you away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I'm, I want to join now. I might like tactically, tactically have a baby just to get, <laughs> just to get in the group. Baby, you know what I mean? That's a thing on here. <laughs> I mean, you do Joking. you. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> um, so you also, as well as doing, being the kind of mums in marketing supreme, supreme, you yeah. also like, you do a lot of coaching, you speak at events yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, that's great. So did that kind of come off of the back of, your mom's in marketing work was that something yeah no it did it did and that in itself you know I want to be really honest like fucking terrifying yeah you know when when someone kind of goes oh like come and talk about it I mean you know we just spoke earlier um I've done a podcast before but you know it's still like fairly new and I recently spoke at a massive industry event. And I also want to give a shout out as well to, um, you know, we've got some um, so marketing week, advertising week, uh, advertising week Europe. Incredible because they were like, yes. So imagine from my perspective, two years ago, I was fucking fired. Yeah. Like it's nuts to me on a personal level. But it's the same thing for me that whenever the speaking and the events comes up, I, and I said it recently, but I think about that one person who needs to hear it. I think about that mum in marketing who is trying to figure it out on her own. Like that does yeah. not need to be a thing anymore. It, it it literally does not need to be a thing. Um. Uh, like I can see her now I can see her and, and so I'm hoping she hears this as well um and coaching came from when the community was had been going a few months the free community mums in marketing I just felt like I could really make a difference and that's where confidence and, and so confidence has always had equality has always had and in our membership we're not just about marketing, training and masterclasses. For me, it's that recognition, being able to do confidence in a way that's right for you. Um, and co- I became really, <laughs> I want to say passionate, but I remember that once came up in the community and they were like, oh, passionate's used all the time. And I was like, I say that all the time. Um, I, I get this. I'm like, sometimes it is the right word. Like I, it's annoying. I don't know what other word there is for it. <laughs> um, if anyone can think of another word, please let me know. Email me, definitely. <laughs> but I wanted to be able to do more and to be able to support. So, yeah, I coach. I trained in NLP and it has just been transformational, not for me, not just for me on a personal level, but then to be able to to coach coach these incredible women that I absolutely worship so yeah that's been amazing oh no that's that's fantastic to hear that you did kind of you know for you on a confidence level it sounds up it sounds like you were like really struggling and then through this kind of mums in marketing community and through helping other people you have been able to like build back that confidence for yourself and you know it wasn't it was only oh god this is gonna sound really cheesy it was only the beginning We'll edit that out. I love that. And it's true. And I I, I have to say, and and I mean this absolutely, it was only the beginning. 
and you can go through the fucking hardest of times and everyone's like, oh, everything happens for a reason, you know. It didn't fucking feel like that at the time for about <laughs> the five minutes, you know. I was petrified we'd taken on this house. You know, the reality was, if any, you know, if anyone's listening, you've lost your job or you're feeling uncertain, like, that is no joke. And when you've got children, it's fucking terrifying. And... It, but I believe that everything has been possible because of this incredible community. I, I will say openly, like, they change each other's lives every single day. I see it happen. More money, starting businesses, going for jobs, through that support, peer support. But they changed my life first. Because yeah. they are absolutely incredible women and they support me every day as well. Coming to our final, our final questions, my favorite question. So if you could offer, you know, working moms or women generally, any advice for pursuing a career in marketing, what, what would that advice be? Never underestimate your humanness and what that will bring. Like all of you, somebody needs that. It's either someone who's hiring you, wants to work with you. And if you ever think it for a minute that you're, you're a, wobbly and that's human and that's all right find people who will have your back and put equal focus on what you are doing every single day as opposed to what you're not doing oh fantastic well thank you so much for coming on it's been so great talking to you thank you b thanks so much thank you so much for listening if you'd like to learn more about claire and the mims visit mumsinmarketing.net And if you'd like to get in touch to share your thoughts about this episode, or even if you'd like to come on the show yourself, you can contact us through Twitter and LinkedIn at Ernest Agency. I've been your host, Beatrice Alabaster. Our producer is Steve Spicer. And 43% and Rising is brought to you by Ernest, the award-winning agency chasing the humdrum out of B2B marketing.